Tonight we're talking prenups, wedding dresses, and no more secrets on the 90 Day Fiance After Show. Stay tuned. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Woo! Oh, that's a different <laughs> beat. We need, we need like a holiday yeah, song. Yeah, it's a good dun-dun. And dun Oh, okay. What? Hey, guys. Welcome back to Night Day Fiance After Show. Tonight, we are discussing all the drama, all the craziness, and the couples are falling apart before our eyes. But before we begin, um, I'm here with my girls, Linda and Tweet, the girl with all the news, all the gossip, all the juice, all the dirt, everything. Get ready for it, guys, because it's coming tonight. Mm -hmm. Y'all, I can't keep up with it all. (laughs) I'm just going to say this. TLC is trying to make me not have any type of social life, not be on any of these shows, because I'm at home watching before the 90 days, 90 days, happily ever after, 90 days. They just landed, 90 days, just landed. And then before the 90 days on the 23rd, like, come on. It's a lot going on. It's a lot going on. It's a lot of news and gossip to catch up on and keep up with. But it also keeps me in the house. So if you wonder why I'm single, it's because I'm at home watching 90 Days. Right? We got to go on the 90-day journey, Linda. (laughs) Right. And, (laughs) anyways... um, our other girl that's hey, here. Guys. Ashley, guys, she keeps up with all the fans' comments, all the juice, all the she gives like the best advice too. I got like my relationship advice from her when I'm listening to her out during the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Unfortunately, we and don't have live we up have today. Live today guys. There so is sad. a technical issue, but please do leave comments. We will definitely reach out and comment back because we love you guys in the live chat. We love yep. you guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we all have on our Christmas Ooh, holiday time, guys. We are ready We're getting ready for the holidays. Let's go. Let's go. Well, <laughs> a couple that, I don't know if they're going to be doing some, you know, getting ready for the holidays right now, because there's some juice and drama, drama going on between <laughs> them. Michael and Juliana. Yes. You guys, this episode, we find out that there was a little breakup between the two for three months. Mm-hmm. He told her that he would take care of her this whole time financially mm-hmm. and probably her family, more mm-hmm. than likely, but he disappeared. Mm. Okay, this is the huge drama. What did you guys think of this? And what do you think Juliana... Oh, we'll talk about the separate accounts and everything, but what did you guys think of this? Because we didn't know about any breakup. I didn't know about any breakup. Yeah, I didn't know about it. I was curious as to why. I wanted to know why, but she didn't seem to know why or understand why. I wonder if he met somebody else. Oh, my. There was a huge fight between the two. Linda, what was the fight about? I know. Linda, do you know? I think that uh, what I can say for facts is that he's controlling, and he's controlling the issue. And I think that she... Uh, upsets her independence mm-hmm. occasionally, and I think that now that she's in America, you're going to see it a little bit more. But I think that their breakup was was that, and and if you need the receipts, think about why she bought a car when she knew she was coming to America a few mm. weeks later, and supporting her family after he didn't support them for three months, mm. right? So her sister is now like a taxi driver mm-hmm. in that car. And uh, her family's in dire need, and I think that she's making strategic moves. She's not so a dumb girl. She's, she's not smart. a dumb girl. She's not. She knows what she's I doing. I think she's making strategic moves uh, to make sure that she's taken care of and her family's taken care of, and I think that she's mad at herself that she feels that she's put herself in a position where she can't make the moves that she wants to make. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, but, but to her, I feel like she's being a bit hard on herself. She is, yeah. Um, because it's like, what, do, what else do you expect? 
to be doing at this point. Like, I get it, but at the same time, I think this. I think that, yes, she's being hard on herself, but I think that she probably could have made some different moves before she came to America. I think she probably thinks that she could have <laughs> banked some of the money that he was sending so that she had her own separate and private account yeah. so that she wasn't specifically relying on him when he talked about, he talked to the mediator about his accounts are separate yes. and apart. We'll talk he about, talked yeah. about how you're the wife, so you be the wife and I'll handle the business. All the stuff that she said, like, she understands exactly what's going on. And when she talked about uh, he has the money, so he has more power. power yeah. And she hates that she's in this situation. Mm-hmm. I think she hates the fact that she probably could have banked more money and come into the situation with money in the bank so that if she needed a quick exit route, she would have that stash. And yeah. then also, like, she's scared now. I would be scared, too, if he just leaves you. Yeah. And then well, what? That's it, because, You're here and but you have nothing. And I that's mean, why she, she mentioned that. Yeah. That's very true. And yeah. so she said she feels like a loser. She is being hard. I think also she's being hard on herself because she said she feels like a loser. She should have not wasted so much of her time modeling. But I'm like, you are still really young. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And then we go on to, he goes and they go visit the mediator and he says, okay, well, we're going to have everything separate. Separate bank accounts, separate everything. Right. So he has the money, she has nothing. Oh, but I'll totally take care of her. You know, I'll buy her stuff. And the lawyer's like, yeah, but that's Those are gifts. gifts. I love that. Yeah. I love and that. And then when she asked uh, Juliana, you know, tell me about you and your your you know, financial history. And then he started to talk. He's, she's like, no, I was asking her. Yep. I love that too. And that's where you saw the control versus yep. the independence. And I think that that even though English is her second language, she really got what was going on in mm-hmm. that situation, and she even knew that the lawyer was on her side. Yeah, and that's but, where, and that's where I started um, interrupt you, but that's where I think the problems are going to be coming is because when she starts modeling, she starts getting independence, she starts getting her own money. Things are going, dynamics are going to change, and I don't know if he's going to be okay with that's it. That's what I said was going to happen. Yeah. Is that she's going to start making her own money, and that's where the issues are going to start and that's when he's going to feel less in control yep and the dynamic's going to change yep Uh, as she should yeah she should focus on that because who knows what he'll do listen she's super young still she has her entire life Mm -hmm. ahead of her and she should be allowed to do what she wants to do yeah um yeah she's getting married early but I was shocked that she had already been married and divorced yes we find that that out too that was a whole thing Mm -hmm. um that I was shocked about but it also it shows that she probably has some experience and wisdom that we don't know Mm -hmm. about and I think that it's interesting to me because he seems at least in this episode he wants to have almost like a third child where he controls everything. He controls the finances he controls what you do and what you say and where you go and and gives you like pocket change and I thought it was interesting because on on the way back in the car she was visibly distressed and he was like oh well don't take it too seriously you're really just like you know overthinking it. If I knew you were going to be up this is upset I wouldn't have gone. You wouldn't have gone because you know that the lawyer was siding with her saying, you know what? Regardless, you're going to have to take care of her. Like, she is going to have to be taken care of whatever the case may be. I love that the lawyer said that, too. Like, you can't just leave her with nothing. nothing. That's not fair. Yeah, and I think it's also interesting that he, the control comes in when he's like, well, you're not like your sister stuck in Brazil with kids. You know what I mean? Like, if you say that, and now it's like, yeah, and poor. Like, you're the big savior. Yeah, I'm giving you a better life. 
Which also, I wonder, I'm questioning her age and him going after her for her age. You know what I mean? It's and absolutely that. It's, it's control. a control thing. Because if he was with someone that is, like, in their 30s, mm-hmm. I mean, she's pretty smart for where she's at. But in their 30s, 40s, they wouldn't have put that's up with That's exactly this. what it is. And that's why so when she sad. asserts her independence, he's feeling a little threatened. Right? Mm. So he's pacifying her. Oh, so he wants God. to be in control. And she she's about to buck all the wild out. That's what I'm saying. Like, she's... She's smart, she's beautiful, she's young, she's got a whole thing ahead of her, and she's got the American dream ahead of her. She's not going to F around. She's going to go for it, and he's going to have some real issues. And I feel like this might turn into a Jonathan Fernandez situation, kind of similar to them from past seasons. But times a thousand, because Mm. this guy's older and he's already established, right? So he's going to turn around like, well, I brought you here. I pay for everything. I put a roof over your head. I bought this house. What do you do? Yeah, Juliana, start <laughs> stacking your money. Stack right that money now. now. Get the education over here. Everything. Um. Well, a couple that is now over here is Emily and Sasha. Mm. Emily and Sasha and baby David come to visit or come to live. Actually, not visit. Yeah. They're no longer visiting. Um. And they're staying with her mom and the sister, her sister. And we learn a lot about, you know, Sasha, but like, you know, the way he eats, the type of food he likes. And he also, what did you guys think about the comment? Just the comment he made um, to the sister, like kind of looking at her saying, oh, you guys eat this. And then looking at the mom, like, do you eat this cereal? And then Mm -hmm. he was like, oh, I can tell you don't. And like looked her up and down. What did you guys think of that? Did you notice that? I don't think I. I don't. I don't think I. I think, I I think I'm gonna miss that. I, I completely noticed, noticed that. that. I know that he was like, you know, bashing the cereal. <laughs> I noticed the whole dynamic, and I'll say this. I'll say he this. Okay, so Betsy's the sister, <laughs> and Betsy opened up her home to a fitness trainer slash model. Yeah, and we also know that Sasha. That's all. That's his life. That's you mm-hmm. know. And if you know anyone that's super into the fitness scene that is how they think and that is how they live their lives it's all about like eating right eating clean training and all that it's like they're like a machine so when she talked about how she normally eats clean Mm -hmm. and then he looked at her and didn't feel like maybe that was the case right so he felt comfortable enough in his trainer position to say well then you're not going to eat any more of this and you know I don't mind cooking and all of that and then when he asked the mom he absolutely did that like do you eat this and she's like no and he did look her up and down and and he was like I'll I'll say this I was shocked the mom looked super young the mom and you guys can you know troll me all you want but the mom looked younger than the sister so Karen mom looked younger than Betsy and she also looked uh, healthier so I'm not mad at Sasha to say for saying what he said because he was speaking truth he was but do you think also like it makes Emily secure insecure because she also was saying like do you think he says things to her to make her feel insecure because they all, she also was saying that you know he um, she needs to get her butt to the gym so that she can work out because there's going to be beautiful girls here in America that he's going to look at. Well, he said that they look at me. I <laughs> don't think that he is saying in the fact that he's looking at other women. I think he's saying it in the fact that again, if you're in the fitness industry and you are partnered with someone else, 
Fitness needs to be your life 24-7. They met at the gym. She was probably at her peak fitness, and that's what he was attracted to. And now things have changed. And now things have changed. Mm -hmm. She has, like, a mom bod, which she absolutely has the right to have. She just had a baby. I know. She's being really hard on herself. And he's he's trying to push her to be like, hey, you know what? Let's get you back into shape, which is totally fair enough because that's his perspective. But Mm -hmm. I'll tell you this. She can take as much time as she needs to get back in shape if that is indeed what she wants to do. Yeah. Because she literally just had a baby. Yeah, I feel like she's being really, like you just said, Stacey, really hard on herself. Like how she's like, well, I guess I could go to the gym too. Like, you just got home. Relax. Dude is in America for less than 24 hours. Yeah. Where's the closest gym? But when you're with someone too that's really into that, you start becoming like that. You do. Because I have been with someone that was like that, and I was like, okay, let's go to the gym. Okay, whatever. We're always Mm -hmm. by the gym. Same. It's, it, it happens, but... I was in my best shape of my life, by the way. <laughs> uh, were you dating a fitness instructor? Oh, he was all fitness. I mean, a trainer? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. I was in Get the it. best shape of my life. Like, <laughs> you couldn't keep clothes on you me. Oh. Peanut butter? I did the peanut peanut butter butter. and oatmeal thing. (laughs) The peanut butter and celery. I did a lot of celery for sure. Not peanut butter and celery though, but yeah. Well, okay. There's one thing also I wanted to add and I want to ask you guys. So when they're uh, working out at the gym, she was saying like, you know, I feel insecure. There's going to be all these pretty women, and then he, she said, I don't want to be like your third divorce, Mm -hmm. and then he says it doesn't work here. And she kind of was like, what? Did you guys remember that in the episode when yeah. you said that? But what did you think? A misquote. I think he was trying to say, like, it doesn't work like that here. Uh, okay. Because right. I wonder if it doesn't work in America because, you know, he can't leave her because he needs to get that green card and citizenship. I mean. But no, he can get it in balance. That's fair. He can get it. He, can still he has get to it wait, though. <laughs> yeah, but. He can still do it. He can still do it. It's going to take him that amount of time to get established here anyway. (laughs) So, what's the rush? Do you guys think he's in it for now love, or do you think he's... No. No? I think he's in it for the American dream, like he said. Mm -hmm. America is the land of opportunity. His dad said it. Like, I want him to have a better life than we had. So, like, go. I did notice that he mentioned that we can build together. So, that that stuck with me. Like, okay, maybe he does want to build with her. Mm -hmm. Maybe. (laughs) Time will possibly. Well, a couple that is kind of crumbling before our eyes, Anna and Marcel. Oh, Anna goes out with her girls for her bachelorette party. Takes throws back a couple shots. Yeah, couple. couple. She said that she drinks like usually once a week, and that he is actually kind of weird. But he said he will not have sex with her, nor will he kiss her if she's drinking. That sounds like a boring dynamic. Like you're the only one that gets turned up. (laughs) Like, I mean, what's your vice? Yeah. Marcel has to have some kind of vice. Bees. Bees are his vice. <laughs> I mean, I, I just think that if she's okay with going into that, then she's okay with it. I don't think it's a big deal that he doesn't drink. <laughs> let me say that. But I do feel like it's going to create an issue because she enjoys having a drink here and there. Yeah. And if he's going to withhold... Um, affection from her, then that's a problem. I think it's completely super weird. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like I get, I get it's your religious background. I don't think that um, it needs to be that hardcore. And yeah. I know people from many different religions, and I don't think that oh, because you had a glass of wine, I can't kiss you, and we can't have sex. Like that seems extreme to me. And I think that 
with all the other issues they have, this is an issue that should not be really an issue. And Marcel, I'm just going to throw this out there. I'm not speaking from personal experience. I'm just saying, if your woman's coming home to you and she's feeling a little loose and frisky, you should capitalize on yes. that. That's all I'm saying. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, and her friends are kind of like influencing her now. She's actually turning, you know, kind of doubting this marriage and if she's going to go through with it because he's still keeping the kids a secret to his family. Do you think that because her friends are backing her up on this, she's kind of changing, you know, kind of like hmm, viewing it a little differently? Or do you think, because you think she was going to go through with it no matter what, I mean, without the friends putting their two cents She knew it was wrong and it was weighing in her heart. mm -hmm. And that's why she spilled the beans to her friends because this was a secret that she could not hold on to any longer. She got the feedback from her friends that was also resonating with what she was already experiencing. Mm -hmm. That's why the next day she was able to say, listen, my kids are my life. I'm not hiding them anymore. If you want to get married, you need to tell your family. Yeah, it, I think it encouraged her. Yeah, anything. she felt convicted, yeah. and after that conversation with her friends, it encouraged her. Like, yeah, I do need to take up for my kids. That's right. And good, good for her friends for holding her accountable. Like, take up for the baby. They Please. know her. They know who she is. Yeah. Like before him. So maybe she's playing a little like good girl right now. Because I don't know. I think Anna has a little wild side to her. Then I just think it's super selfish of him to be <laughs> yeah. like, you know what? I don't want to tell my family because they're going to be mad at me. Either you tell them and be honest or not because think about what implications that has for the rest of your relationship. Mm -hmm. You're marrying someone on a lie. You're building the foundation on a lie. And if he doesn't have the courage to speak freely and openly and honestly to his family who knows him the best, do you think he's going to do that with you? No. Definitely not. And I think his kids, I would be scared too. My kids are going to resent me for the rest of their lives too. Hell yeah. It just makes me wonder and I'm I'm wondering what his past relationships were like. Mm. Uh, But it makes me wonder, are you ready for an adult relationship, Marcel? Like, this is a part of being an adult. Yeah. And he's at the age now where it's like, you're gonna meet women with kids. Yeah. Like, you're not 20. Yeah. He is kind of being like Kit because she even, we even mentioned in this episode that he pees on the seat and doesn't clean it. When she said that, nasty. I wanted to just be like, you better punch him in his face. Oh, my god! Would gosh. you clean someone's piss? If I had children, the obviously, kids, yeah. But, but you're a grown-ass grown man, man that no. has just gotten to my clean apartment or house, and you can't pee in the toilet? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. The disrespect. Oh, no. The disrespect. Uh-huh. Disgusting. I probably wouldn't Your aim is telling me a lot about who you are. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, another couple we'll move on to is kind of having their own difficulties. And, you know, they're on the brinks because religion is playing a part between them. Mike yeah, and Natalie, what did you guys think of this couple this episode? I, You know, I like them. Mm-hmm. I do not like the fact that she's trying to push the religion mm-hmm. on him, her religion on him. I'm a Christian myself, Mm -hmm. but I don't believe that you should um, force people to believe what you believe. And if you're going to be in this relationship with this man, then you're just going to have to either A, deal with it, or B, deal with it. Like, or leave him, right? Yeah. Because you can't, you're going to drive yourself crazy and him trying to force him to convert to what you believe. It's not in his heart. At this time. And that's the thing is, it's such a strong, like, if it's something so strong to you, why wasn't, like, it on the list when you first met when him? You first, we, yeah, exactly. That's why I'm wondering. How did you get, how did he get past <laughs> first base? I'm just confused. Linda. 
Linda. You got a lot. It's a lot going on. There right is a here. lot going on because you guys know me. You know where I stand on this, and I'll, I'll reiterate: if you haven't heard me say this before, the first conversation you have in your relationship, if it's going to be a relationship, sex, money children, religion. If you don't pass those four things, it's not going to work. You can be whatever you want to say you're going to be, but I'll tell you this, a believer <coughs> and a non-believer are not going to last because guess what? You have children. What did the children believe? If you're a spender and he's a saver and you go out to the mall every day and you're online and on Amazon every day, that's not going to work. If you enjoy having sex on a regular basis and your partner does not and maybe once a week, once a month is suffice, Guess what? That relationship's not, not going to last. Yeah. And if you want to have children so badly, and that is a part of your future, and your your partner says, mm, I could take it, I can leave them, not now, this and that, that's going to be a problem. So red flags, children. Red flags in this relationship, money. Red flags, faith, religion. Mm-hmm. Called it from day one. They're going to have, you, love <laughs> is not enough in reality. Yeah. You can love each other, you can lust after each other, you can be attracted to each other, but if you're talking about parents who have been married for 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, 50 years, and you ask them, you know, what is the secret to your relationship? They're first going to say, oh, you know, like, I'm the boss and all this stuff. But when it comes down to the nitty gritty, they have this, they share the same beliefs. Mm -hmm. They wanted children together. They communicate. (laughs) Their money situation, maybe one spends a little bit more than the other, but overall, they, they have the same idea. And they share a common interest, whatever that case may be. So... I'm not surprised by this at all. I think that it's important that she's standing up for what she believes in. I think that... And you know what? Guys, go ahead and believe in aliens and all of that and all of that. In my opinion, I think he's confused. I think he thinks the pyramids that were all over that just happened to be there, that was God. And you're confusing God and aliens. But if you want to believe in aliens and all of that, feel free, Mike. It's your life. You do you. You believe in you. But... I think it was you that explained to me the whole agnostic thing where he's not sure. Was that you last week? I don't think that was me. Oh. <laughs> it wasn't her. Yeah. So, I'm just saying that if he doesn't believe now, maybe he's opening his heart to believe in something, and maybe he's not, and that's okay. But if you want to have a partner, y'all are going to need to be on the same page. Yeah, Agreed. and I think it's just like a strong foundation that's going to shape your life, like how you live your life. Um, and Aliens, though. I mean, to each his own, right? Mm -hmm. It's your choice. Your life, your choice. But I think another thing is, I think she needs to heal from her marriage, her last Mm. marriage. Because she is comparing him a lot to her ex-husband. Like, well, we went to church, and we did that. That is true. We did this, and we did that. Well, if he made, you checked off so many things that Mike doesn't have, then why didn't you stay in that? It's almost like she's trying to turn him into a version of her ex-husband. like With the kid. Yeah, Like having the kids. Yes. She wants her ex-husband plus kids, because mm-hmm. the ex-husband didn't want to have children. Yeah. Which is not fair to Mike, I feel like, because it's like you're constantly comparing him. He's not comparing you to his ex. Which makes me now think back to that episode where Mike was like, did your ex run with you? Because he must feel that way too. Like, she's trying to mold me into, mold me into the yeah. ex-husband. Yeah. Money. Remember the ex had more yep. money than him? Yep. Everything like that. And oof. Well, another couple that money is playing an issue, and they need a new apartment. Please yes, get her a Lord. new apartment. <laughs> it's Robert and Annie. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot. A lot. 
I use okay, so <laughs> I see Annie's frustration here yes. because why in the heck would he take her to go look at the apartment, knowing that he signed the lease? Like you already signed the the, the lease at your current place and renewed it for the next year. So why did you? Do control. That? I feel like it's a thing to like dangle something in front of her, like, like they dangling have, a carrot. In yes, front of her just face. like the women on social media. I feel like it's that same thing where he's mm. kind of like, oh, I know what Annie's gonna gonna kind of piss her off. I feel like he does it to like do little to jabs. annoy her to know that you know I have the power here when you're in America. You mm. know what I mean? I make the decisions. That's what I feel. Hmm. I could be wrong. I don't know. It's just it just doesn't make any common like it's it's not common sense at all. Like why would you even do that? It's messed up. I don't like him. I don't like how he talks to her. I don't think that anything he does makes any type of sense. Uh, you, I agree with you. Like, you bring her to apartment hunt, but you're not ready to apartment hunt for another year. Yeah. So why did you actually waste your gas and go there? Like, what was the point of that? To see your options? That's not going to be an option in a year, because a year makes a total difference. You might not be in the exact same place as you were right now. Mm-hmm. So what was the point of you even doing that? Dangling the carrot, knowing that she's feisty as it is, so she's going to get turned up about it. I think that everything that he does is like he wants to be a baller, but he's on like you know a pennies <laughs> budget. budget. Yeah, <laughs> so you know you're bringing him to a thrift store. You're living in a one bedroom, sleeping in a bed, all three of you, which I just don't think is healthy as it is. I think. I just I can't stand him. I can't stand how he talks to her. I think he has no respect for himself. I think he has no respect for her. And I think he doesn't know how to communicate. And a little bit what you're saying, like it's a little bit like a control thing, like I'm gonna be the man, I'm gonna show her this, this, and mm-hmm. this. But you can't actually can't deliver. deliver. Yeah, and that's the thing is I think it's kinda like emotionally abusive. And I think in the upcoming episode when we see her go in the strip club, like I think she wants revenge because he pokes at her all the time. Mm-hmm. Like he's messing with her nonstop because he knows what's gonna bug her. Like Oh, look at this nice place. Oh, you're not getting it. Right. Oh, look at this fancy dinner. Oh, you're not going to have that for your wedding. And he's, you he's know? full of excuses like, oh, well, I, you know, I have to <laughs> I have to pay for X, Y, and Z, and I got to pay for this, I got to do that. My question is, why the heck did you bring her all the Fats. way to America yeah. if you can't afford it? That's right. I don't understand that. Because like, he wants a mom for Bryson. Yeah. Or he wants a pretty lady. You can't afford it. <laughs> You can't. Bottom line, you cannot afford it, and and or you can't afford her. Yeah, he wants the pretty girl that's like low maintenance, I guess, but or like you know doesn't expect. He doesn't anything. want that. He doesn't want. He does not want that. So what is? I don't. I don't know. I'm, he he wants somebody. He wants somebody like her, but he just can't. He doesn't have the budget. I really want to know what his exes were like. Yeah. We got to look them up. We got to find them. We have to dig that up. Yes. Linda. <laughs> Let's talk about Angela real okay. quick. Okay. The happiest couple this episode. Yes. Angela and Michael. What? What? I just want to say, she, <laughs> looked, she looked amazing. She yes. looked the best I've ever seen her when she was in that wedding dress. Yeah. She looked like um, like a princess. She was so happy. She's so happy. She looked like a lady. Mm-hmm. She was like so in her element. I was shocked. I was She's like, very happy. Angela, is that you? 
She looks amazing. And she's like hustling, taking care of six grandkids. Six yeah. grandkids, 78-year-old mom who all live under the same roof. I think it's interesting, the whole me and papa situation, but yeah. they're in the South, so I get it. I think but. it's cute. I think it's kind of cute. I like Michael, so that's why I'm like, I- I'm cool with them calling him papa and all of that. And the kids are not about that life um, <laughs> as far as being kicked out of the bedroom. They're not about that life at all. And, you know, she was like, he's going to be the man of the house. So Michael's coming here, and he's the man of the house. So no more sleeping in my bed or anything. Yeah, they're like, no, he's going to sleep out here. But I really liked seeing um, Angela's, like, home life. Yeah. It just felt like, aw. Yeah. I mean, no, we see crazy Angela out in, like... Yeah. No, we see, we see the craziness, crazy but, I do, stuff, but I do like the home life. It yeah. is... It's, it's sweet. Yeah. All the grandkids. She's got a lot of stress on her. Mm-hmm. She's definitely the caregiver. Yeah. Um... I did think that Skyla, her daughter, mm-hmm. could be a little bit more supportive um, with the baby situation. <laughs> yeah, but I think I think a part of that is okay. So here's why I think she should be supportive. It's because her mom helps her out a lot, and you could you know do this solid for your mom, do yeah. this favor for your mom. But on the other hand, I see why she's she's apprehensive because she's not sure of Michael's intentions. Mm. So I get that, but I think once you confirm that he's <coughs> he's on the up and up, I think you should do that solid for your mom because your mom does a lot for you. That's true. She's and her, her mom. Like, you only get one mom. And then do you think I think it's kind of like, oh, I'm going to have another kid because she already is raising like six grandkids. Yeah, I, that part, <laughs> like, listen, listen like, there's so much we we have not discussed about this family, so I, I, I think that Skyla is probably coming from a position where she knows the facts of this of the situation, because, mm-hmm. you know, there's another daughter that no one talks about, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. she's not there for a reason, you got six babies already involved, they all look like they're under 10 years old. They're so cute. So, they are cute. You know. Skylar probably has a point where she's like, we're not bringing another baby into this household just because Michael wants to have a baby. Yeah. Like, we have some serious things that we need to deal with, and raising these kids is part of that, mm-hmm. right? That mom's not, no longer in the fo- picture and will not be for a long time. So let's deal with this before we deal with that. Angela just seems like she's trying to take on a lot. A lot. Are Skylar's kids a part of that, those six kids? Yeah. Yeah. Skyla's kids are a part of it. Angela has another daughter that, if you guys have followed anything on social media, you know exactly where she is. So Angela's taking care of those kids while she's away. Mm. Um, so there's a lot going on in that situation right there. And we should jump in, though, since we have so much like, juicy yeah, so, stuff to news and gossip. Uh, don't have a lot of time, so we're going to just jump right into news and gossip. Uh, let's talk about Tanya and Sinjin. So, guys... <sighs> Word Ooh. on the street is that they actually got married, and what? the receipts are this. So the first thing we want to look at is Tanya posted to New London Ooh. Country Rugby, and she said, anyone watching the World Cup? Husband newly here from South Africa. And if you guys follow Sinjin at all on his social media, when this game happened, South Africa was playing, he posted him being excited and watching the game. Um, South Africa won, by the way. But, you know, the word husband is there. So right. you're currently married. <coughs> currently married. If you follow uh, <laughs> Frauded by TLC on social media, he, they posted Tanya... Uh, did a, like a review as a wedding officiant and she said my husband and I again that word husband love that John officiated our ceremony he was personable funny and just amazing don't have pictures yet but hopefully can add in the future thanks John much love Tanya 
and Sinjin. And then John's reply was Tanya and Sinjin, thank you so much for the kind words. It was an absolute joy for me to be part of your big day. Your ceremony was fun energized and filled with love and laughter all the best so apparently they had a summer wedding this was posted July 19th 2019 so apparently they had a summer wedding (laughs) they went through with it and if you guys know that we reported a few weeks ago that word on the street is that she's pregnant and they're no longer together so we don't really know the truth I'll say this and I said it on our weekly show if you follow that as well 90 day news weekly Mm -hmm. anyone can write this the internet is filled with trolls. Ooh. I can have five Facebook pages, two That's Instagrams, true. and be verified. That's true. Until I see actual photos, I'll believe what I believe what I believe. But the word on the street is they're married, and it's a happily ever after. Damn. Wow. Moving on to someone else that got married is Robert and Annie. So although they fight like cats and dogs. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, guys, yeah, I did have this. Uh, I'll rewind a little bit. So do you know how uh, Tom yeah. from Marcy Darcy. or Darcy yeah, and Darcy. Tom, yeah. he had that new business where he's selling coffee and yeah. that MLN scheme. Turns out that Sinjin and... Tanya have joined that program as well. Um, so you see Sinjin's profile here, and it's all blocked out, but long story short, they're part of that Travaya or whatever, coffee organic <laughs> thing. And if you flip over to the next one, you'll see a photo <coughs> of oh. Tom and Sinjin from the Tello. Yeah. And on the right side, this company is announcing them, saying welcome, Sinjin and Tanya from 90 Day Fiance. They live like an organic life, so this company is like right up their alley basically what they're nice. saying all right next uh so yeah robert and annie are married uh it's not a dream wedding uh, <laughs> but, uh according to all this news despite the arguments the couple went ahead and got married and they got married um in in north of orlando and uh it was like a very simple simple wedding if you fast forward you'll see that uh, their marriage certificate is there. What I thought was interesting about this couple is that Robert, I guess, is being inboxed by quote-unquote moms. And he posted (laughs) this. I saw that. (laughs) To all you loving mothers out there that told me to open up a P.O. box for Bryson to send them a Christmas gift here, here it is. And he leaves a P.O. box in Bryson Springs, Winter Park, Florida. That's a lie. Gift cards only. Uh, Just kidding. <laughs> gift cards, money grams, all that. Do you believe that's that really happening? You think people are like, oh, I want to send... I think so, because he's a single dad. I think there's ladies out there that are just like, feel bad, maybe. I think that oh. there are crazies out there like, let me send you this and this and this and this and this. I could be your baby mama. And Yeah. <laughs> and it's a whole lot going on. <laughs> Moving on to Julianne and Michael. So Julianne and Michael uh, basically are fed up with TLC. They don't like how they're being portrayed uh, on the series and they're they're basically saying that everything is scripted, everything is edited and their love is better than what TLC is, is showing it to be. And um, they're not impressed. He went to his Instagram... What? Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just wondering, what's wrong with the way they're being portrayed? Uh, He feels like they're being portrayed as selfish and him controlling, all the stuff that we talked about. He doesn't like it. He says that that's not true and that's not how it is. Um, So he's saying that... uh, 
Sorry, I'm cutting him. Yeah, he even called yeah. out, like, pow, pow. Yeah, pow. And he's basically saying, saying that he's not the them. jerk that he seems to be. He's not controlling <laughs> he seems to be. Let's watch this clip real quick. Okay. A little bit of news. <laughs> Juliana and I, today, just initiated the process of adopting her niece and nephew from Brazil. They're eight and six years old, and they're in dire situation. And the only way to give them any chance at a good life is to bring them to America. We've reached out to my lawyer. We're bringing him over here. So, Paolo, Paolo, Mayfield, Fair, whatever. I'm always thinking myself, okay, thank you. But that's how TLC and Sharp Entertainment want to shape it, Ooh. isn't it? But ultimately, like <laughs> we have to live lives after this is long over. We have to live with the consequences. And uh, there we are. So I'll uh, say this. I appreciate you joining. Never burn a bridge, guys. If your current employer is your current employer is your current employer, don't go go around and talk BS about your current employer because right. it looks bad on you. And so... Whether or not you like how you're being portrayed, which, you know, we've heard this before with previous 90 Day stuff where they say, oh, it's scripted, it's edited wrong, la, la, la. You are who you are, and you come across exactly who you you say you are. So you came across as, you know, the rich dude looking for a young bride, and you continue to do that. And we saw this in this latest episode with the lawyer. So you can't complain how it's edited if you don't give them the the material to edit it. Mm. That's my opinion. So, guys, that is the news and gossip. One last thing I wanted to say real quick. Jasmine. Jasmine is saying, kind of what Michael is saying is that she loves her her husband, they are married as well, and that her her entire um, episodes have all been scripted. She was told exactly what to say, when to say it, how to say it, where to say it, and so she's worried that she's coming off as cold and aloof, but that's because that's what TLC wanted. Don't bite the hand that feeds you. That's it. I don't know. TLC's given some... There's a lot of people that want this opportunity to be on this show, so... Whatever it is, like I said to you, you don't bite the hat that's feeding you. If that, if this is what you're getting your money, your food, your whatever from, your fame from, whatever, your exposure from, whatever it is that you decided you want to do a reality show, you don't talk crap about the person that put you on the reality the show, the company that put you on the reality show. You, you bite your tongue if you don't agree with it, and you keep it pushing, because that was your choice. No one forced you. Yep. Yeah, guys. Oh, my gosh. There's so much to talk about. We, there's always... It's ongoing. It's ongoing. ongoing. Yeah. But thank you so much for joining us, you guys, tonight. Um, before we go, where can they catch you? Guys, Linda is so girly all across social media. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. <laughs> happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. <laughs> happy New Year. We'll see you next year. New decade. New year. And, you know, two weeks off. You know there's going to be a bunch We're of news and gossip. We're going to have papers and notes. So, so yes. can't wait to see you. Where can and you guys can find me on Instagram at Ms. Ashley Marie. Yay. Merry Christmas and have a happy new year. Yay, guys. And you can find me at Stacy underscore Olivas and at 90 Fiance. Now, hit me up there. I'll go live, talk to you about everything. Oh, my gosh. Happy holidays. We love you. Thanks so much for joining us. Bye. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later.
<laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.